wow, I have not recorded or uploaded in like four months. Um, And that was for a reason, Um, a reason I will get into another time. Actually, there wasn't, it wasn't like a crazy reason for me to like get into it in another episode. I just needed to find myself. I needed to understand what I wanted to use this platform for. And I kind of felt like I was complaining a lot about my life. Um, so I needed to take a break. I needed to figure things out and I needed to, um, you know, get my shit together a little bit because the last thing I want to do is come on here and complain about stuff. And the last thing I want to do in life is complain about things when I have so much to be grateful for. So that's why I had to take a break. Anyways, today I kind of want to talk about a lesson that I've learned in the past four months of you know, taking a break from podcasting, taking a break from social media and kind of just living my life and observing, observing things. Um, and that is internalizing things. Okay. And I realized I did this all my life because you know, I feel like all my life, my sister would pick on me, my parents would pick on me, my teachers would pick on me, people at school would pick on me. So I became really defensive as I got older. And every little thing that someone did that wasn't the nicest, I would like internalize it and I would like really take it to heart and I would think about it all the time and I would let it affect me. And it really kind of put this negative cloud over my head and I, I hated it. It was like, how come everybody else around me is unaffected by certain things, but I am? There's a lot more to why that happens, but I would say the biggest part of it is when you internalize certain things, it just sticks with you. And I realized this a few weeks ago, I was having a conversation with a friend that I'm not, I'm not really obsessed with them. Um, I've kind of decided to let go of them as a friend because I just view them as a really negative um, energy in my life uh, over all of my friends in my life. Um, I think they are the most negative and anything that they say, I just, it bothers me. It makes me angry. It makes me annoyed. And I feel like I, okay, I hate the word jealous. I hate that word so much because I'm a big believer of evil eye and I don't believe in jealousy is like, I just, I I, I can never get myself to even say that word like oh my god I'm so jealous of you because it's such a nasty word to me because like I just imagine someone sitting and looking at me and wishing that I did not get the opportunity that they wish they had or I did not get to experience something because they 
had it, you know? And I realized that every time, every time, and you know what? I don't, this might be in my head, okay? But every time, actually, it might not be in my head because every time, every time I tell this person something good happening in my life or, or hey, I'm going out with my friends and I like tell them that night over a call or over text, hey, I can't talk. I'm actually going out. They'll be like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous of you. I'm so jealous. And they'll say it like 30 times throughout that night while I'm getting dressed to go out. And then that same night when I do go out, I have the worst time ever, you know, and this has happened so many different times. And I, I don't, I don't like jealousy. I used to be a very jealous person and that was mostly through, you know, growing up in an Indian community where, Everyone is so, like, just gifted and excellent and amazing at everything that they do. And my mom would always compare me to those kids. And I would constantly be like, oh, I'm not like her. I don't have a 4.0 GPA. Oh, I'm not like her. I can't dance like that. I'm not her. Like, I can't play the piano like that. Whatever it is, when all of that comparison got into my head because I would hear it on a daily basis. I would become such like a jealous person when I would be in the presence of certain people. Like, oh my God, you're better than me. And that jealousy came from an inferiority complex that I had. And I was scared that I would look inferior less than in front of these people so I would have my guard up and I would be like crazy jealous I don't know if any of this is making sense to you guys but I'm gonna keep going and but that was like when I was in middle school slash like early stages of high school you know as I got older I realized that you know Asian moms compare you know what (laughs) I had a lot of hatred towards my parents um, growing up, specifically my mom because I was around her a lot more than my dad. Um, My dad and I, I don't know, we kind of just butt heads growing up a ton because like we are similar in a lot of ways. Um, So I think we just butt heads. But my mom and I would hang out a lot, but we'd also fight a lot. (laughs) Um, And growing up, I really just was angry with her for the way she treated me and the way she raised me. And it wasn't crazy abusive or anything like that, but just she would constantly compare me to other kids, like I said, or she would she would really like take things super seriously. I remember like one time I literally was this was like in the fifth grade. I got honor roll instead of principal roll. Honor roll just means like you got A's and B's, but principal roll means like you got all A's. I got honor roll instead of principal roll. And my mom was like a teacher at my school at the time. And I like went to her class and I was like terrified. I was like crying, sobbing, telling her like, oh my God, like I didn't get principal roll. And so she would take a lot of things like really seriously instead of 
motivating me. She would kind of like put me down. But at one point, I don't know if this was in high school or I think this was like mostly in college when I realized that, you know, my mom was doing the best she could. Like she grew up in a different country in a different time period um, with like parents that grew up in a way later time than me. So it's like that's the way she was raised and she was just doing her best as she you know lived in a new country trying to figure out what's right and what's wrong and what goes against her morals and what goes against my morals and it was just a lot for her to take in I think because like the biggest thing the biggest point I guess or moment when I realized okay like my parents really don't understand American culture I guess or like really my life (laughs) is like I have really bad anxiety and sometimes I get panic attacks and I need I need help you know I need help from my mom I need help from my dad my sister whatever it is I need them to comfort me a little bit and I remember like freshman year sophomore year of college um I started having a panic attack and I was like freaking out And I went to my mom and my mom knows how to calm me down. But my dad, he'll calm me down and he'll give me a hug and he'll rub my back and stuff. But I just, every time I have a panic attack, my dad is like, are you being bullied? Are people bullying you? And I'm like, oh my God, dad, (laughs) I'm in college. Like I, I, yeah, bullying would exist in school but like it was more like snarky comments like my dad thinks like my dad has seen like high school American high school movies and he thinks like I'm being shoved in a locker or something (laughs) you know and that's like and to this day I'm a senior in college I'm 21 years old and if I have a moment where I freak out my dad is like are you being bullied I'm being bullied by people. I'm like, dad, I literally work from home. I've been home for the past three years. I'm not getting bullied by anyone. And so that's when I started to realize that people like aren't out to get me. You know, not everybody is just like their life mission is not to insult me or make me feel bad about myself. It's mostly about them and I know people say that all the time but you have to realize it on your own to really to really let that sink in and really let it change your life um that's also another thing that I've realized um that like no matter how hard you try to change someone no matter how hard you try to preach to someone One, you need to be talking to someone that wants to change, that's ready to change, that wants your advice, right? And then two, like a lot of the times, like let's say you have a friend that's like dating an asshole, right? And you're like, dude, like he's not good for you. Like everybody says it, everybody sees it except for you. And you're like, why are they still dating him? Like, why are they still dating them? Whatever. It's because a lot of the times people need to make their own mistakes to 
really understand certain things or they need to they need to have their own experiences they need to realize things on their own so I realized like I do think I'm definitely like a preacher because I don't like seeing people that I care about in bad situations I'm sure it can come off in a really obnoxious way but I'm always trying to help my friends like get out of bad situations and some people find me very positive some people might see me as very overbearing and that's okay (laughs) um but yeah that's something that I realized because I and going back to the same friend who internalizes everything I kept giving them advice after advice after advice like you need to get your life together like mind you they're older than me and they just they just always got defensive. Like they always came up with some bullshit reason to go against advice that I was giving them. And it was good advice. Like, hey, like you should you should put an effort in to fix the relationship with your family. And I, I just don't feel like they are doing the things that they could be doing to help fix certain things, you know? And I think it's just like crazy how some people are just so like happy to stay in such a miserable like spot in their life and that's just that's when I realized like you know what I cannot be with someone or be around someone excuse me be friends with someone be in a relationship whatever it is I cannot be in the presence of someone who is not willing to change as well as not being able to take in constructive criticism about their lives you know these days I've been having a lot of trouble with my with like finding an internship and my sister sat me down and she was pretty tough on me and she was like you'd be doing this, this, and this. If this is not working out for you, then you need to change something. Da, 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 da. Like going off on me, but in a sisterly way. Like she, I know that her intentions are the best for me. So any criticism that I get from her, like I don't take offensively. I'm not like, oh my God, my sister hates me. She views me in such a horrible light. And it's like, no, my sister actually views me in a really amazing light that's why she wants to help me because if she really viewed me as like a lost cause or someone that's not capable of change or success she wouldn't be telling me and pushing me to do certain things but before a few years ago when I was internalizing every goddamn thing on this planet I would have taken that so personally. I wouldn't have even been able to look in my sister's eyes. And that's what I think this friend is doing. Um, I think it really hit me the other day when I was on the phone with them. And they were like, my mom did this, this, and this. And she said this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, well, my mom says that too, but... I I don't think it's like in a bad way. I think that's just how Asian moms kind of talk to their kids. Like, I don't really think your mom meant it in a bad way. Like, my mom says it to me 
too sometimes. It's okay. Like, don't take it personally. And I think, and I've realized through their stories, through the way that they talk about their friends, the way that they talk about their family, the way they talk about relationships that they've been in, or like, you know, guys that they've, uh, guys or girls that they've been talking to. <laughs> um, they definitely, definitely 200% internalize things. And you know what? My life, like, I feel like in my life right now, I've come to a point where I can only handle like a certain amount of bullshit in my life you know like if I'm giving someone advice it means that I care about them you know like I care about them enough to take time out of my day take the energy out of my goddamn body to tell you hey like do this like this will totally help you or even like try to motivate them to like help them change their ways because sometimes and this might be shocking to some of you sometimes and this I'm including myself I'm not perfect we are stuck in our own little bubble whether that bubble is school our job our home life our relationships we're so stuck in a tiny little bubble that we don't see things from an outside perspective or a different perspective that can change everything you know I think we look at certain things and we're like oh my god it's the end of the world it's the end of the world if this doesn't work out nothing's gonna work out for me if this works out and it's just like suffocating and you do need to hear it from other people sometimes hey like you need to slow down or hey you need to do this because they can see something that you're not seeing Think of yourself as a human being, as like body odor, right? Sometimes, sometimes you can smell it on yourself. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Sometimes you can smell it on yourself and you're like, oh my God, I need to go take a shower. I smell like shit. And then a lot of the times you can't smell yourself, but other people can smell how stinky you are, okay? And that's when you need someone to jump in and be like, hey, babe, like you need to go take a shower. <laughs> I hope this metaphor makes sense to you guys because I think it's genius. I just made it up on the spot, okay? Okay. <laughs> But that's how I would say you need to view life. Don't take things so seriously with other people. There are times, like I literally had a moment the other day, like two nights ago, where I was with a friend and I was like comforting her. I was watching like TV with her and I was comforting her the whole time because she was feeling anxious. And then like, as soon as she felt better, she was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to bed. You should head out. And I was like, what? What? Like, I just comforted your dumb ass. I fucking comforted you. Not only did I comfort her that night, I have been comforting her consistently and consecutively the past like six or seven times that we've hung out because she's anxious or she's like not feeling good or she was sick. And I kind of lost my mind that night. I was like on the verge of tears. And then on my way home, 
I had to realize like, okay, this is not about me. This is about her. And I will have a conversation about it with her because I did feel a little disrespected because I took the time out of my day to hang out with her thinking it was going to be a fun time. And then I ended up having to comfort her yet again, you know? So it's like, I just didn't feel very appreciated and I didn't feel really respected at that moment in time. And I can have a conversation with her about it. But it took a lot for me to realize that, okay, (laughs) none of this is about me. Okay. She's anxious. She's, she was going through a tough, tough time just now. And maybe she wanted to be alone. That's fine. You know, so I think, I think stuff like that is so important just to function in this world. And it's really sad that like we're not taught these things. Um, and I guess our generation is really trying to fix the things that, you know, we were taught, I guess, by our parents. And, you know, they were just caught in this loop of like their own trauma, you know. So I think right now with therapy being a huge uh, thing and mental health being a huge focus, I think we're kind of, you know, getting better together. But yeah, one lesson that I learned (laughs) in these four months was to stop internalizing things Um, because at the end of the day, People are going to say certain things to you and then they're going to go about their day unaffected really by anything that they had said to you. But I feel like when you internalize things, you sit there and you like brew in that anger or insecurity or whatever you're feeling in that moment. And you're just thinking about that constantly, just letting it take over you and consume you. And this is when you have to understand that, like, that whole saying of, you know, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die, you know, because you're the one who's holding all the anger. You're the one that's taking in all of that stress when the other person is fine. And... You know, I think I think I'm a big believer of like mindset. And I think like if you're an adult and you are hanging out with people that are negative forces in your life, you need to let them go. <laughs> it doesn't matter how long you've been friends with them. It doesn't matter about anything. Are they a negative force in your life? When you talk to them, when you hang out with them, are they really adding value to your life? Like, obviously, no human being is black and white. Some days, they're a really great friend. Some days, they're a really shitty friend. But I think if you feel like you're unhappy in a friendship or a relationship, you need to take a step back and look at them like in a totally objective way like okay let's look at the patterns are they more 
awful than good? (laughs) And if the answer is yes, then you got to let them go. It doesn't matter if you've been friends with them for years and years and years. Time doesn't mean anything if you're not having a good time, right? (laughs) So I think it's definitely important to let people go. So that's kind of where I am at with this friendship. I'm ready to let this person go because, you know, like it's such a weird thing. I have my moments of like, okay, I'm never going to speak to this person again. And then like, I'll talk to, and then I'll like, after a few months go by of me not talking to this person, we'll start talking again. And then I realize like, oh, <laughs> you are not a good person. I actually hate you. And then the cycle continues. I think it's best to really hold your ground and distance yourself from people and remind yourself that like, okay, change doesn't happen overnight. Change doesn't happen even in a few months. It takes a lot of time. And yeah, I'm sorry. Like I, I gotta let this person go. But anyways, that's one of the lessons that I learned in these four months. And Another lesson that I learned in the past four months is positive affirmations really fucking work, (laughs) okay? And I have been using positive affirmations to really reprogram the way that I think completely, like, like absolutely just control alt delete everything I've ever learned in life and I'm like relearning certain things you know and my dad always says this intelligence is not your ability to learn things it's the ability to unlearn things and that has really come into play in the past four months because um I feel like I've hit kind of a point where I'm like oh my god what am I doing with my life and it's um out of frustration and I'm really anxious about the future and my timeline and whatever and I realized that the way that I was talking to myself even though I thought I wasn't super negative I it was it's super negative I'm going to give you guys an example. Well, before I give you the example, I'm going to back up and kind of talk about how I got this way. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate. When we're kids, everyone is encouraging us. Like if if you are a five-year-old kid and an adult asks you like, oh my God, what do you want to be when you're older? And the kid's like, I want to be an astronaut. They're like, hell yeah, you definitely can. Or if they're like, oh, I want to be the president, like you, they encourage it. You know, they always do. But the second you, I don't even know where it begins or when it starts. It's probably, it's unique to everybody, I guess. But second you get a little bit older, there are more and more people telling you no. There are more and more people telling me, telling you that you can't do certain things you're not capable of certain things okay well you're not good enough for this so you can't do this this and this and it's like a snowball effect and it loads into your subconscious like 
okay, I guess I'm not capable of anything. And then that's how you kind of start to think about yourself and that's how you view yourself. And then when a challenging task is placed in front of you, your brain kind of shuts down and and you don't know how to solve it because you have been told that you don't know how to do certain things or you're incapable of doing certain things. And that was 200% the situation for me. Growing up, especially when I hit like middle school, um, I was really good at math when I was younger, when I was in elementary school. And the second I hit middle school, I was terrible, 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 terrible. And I like, I was just getting D's and F's on my tests. It just wasn't good. And I was trying, you know, but I had counselors tell me that I can't do math and that I'm just a lost cause. I've had my teachers tell my parents that I just am a lost cause. I've had my parents tell me all throughout high school, like, you're not going to graduate if you don't take this math class and pass it. You're not going to graduate if you... And like my whole life, I was, I guess the majority of my life, I was raised to believe that I couldn't do anything really and that I was dumb and when things came my way like challenges I didn't know how to solve them (laughs) because in my head the same things would repeat that everybody else would be saying like you can't do this this is too hard this is out of your league like you don't know how to you like you know and I would get overwhelmed and I would shut down and I would not do it and that has set me back so much and I realized that the way you talk to yourself Like, I don't think I talk to myself negatively in the way of like, oh my God, I hate my face. I hate my body. I hate my hair. I don't talk to myself negatively like that. So I always thought, oh, like, I don't think I'm negative to myself. But then when I started to take on more challenges with my career or my academics, that's when I started to realize, oh my God, like, this is why you are where you are. It's because you don't know any better. Your subconscious is just telling you constantly, okay, this this is too difficult for you. It's time to tap out. Instead of encouraging you to take a chance and try to solve it, you know? And the best example that I can give you guys is like, okay, I've gained some weight in the past few years. Um, I'm not a teenager anymore. I'm an adult woman and I gained some weight that's fine. But ever since I gained weight and I wanted to like lose it and work out and stuff, I've been telling myself, oh my God, if you don't lose this weight, you're going to get fatter. If you don't lose this weight, you're going to get like this. You're going to look like this. You're going to blah. And that kind of did the opposite on me. I would like shut down and I would just like stay in my bed and not do anything And I would like eat more food for some reason. It was like the weirdest thing. But now the way that I talk to myself about working out is like the complete opposite. I'm like, okay, like if you work out, like 
you will love yourself after you will be healthier you'll be you'll be more fit you'll like the way you look in your clothes a lot more or whatever it is like talk to yourself in a positive way don't ever talk yourself through your problems in a negative way okay so that's the same thing with cleaning your room if i clean my room if i like you can go about it in two different ways if i don't clean my room i'm just like not gonna get anything done i'm not gonna be able to be productive like whatever you know but if you say oh okay if i clean my room i can relax i can get things done better and more efficiently like whatever it is like talking to yourself in a positive way makes the biggest difference and waking up in the morning and repeating positive affirmations literally i can't even tell you guys it changes your goddamn life i think you guys should try and experiment if you haven't already do this Right now, today is December 11th. For the next 20 days, I want you guys to wake up every single morning and repeat your affirmations, positive affirmations. And at the end of the month, I want you to reflect on how it changed your mindset. Because I'm a big believer of the universe and the law of attraction and manifestation and the concept of you know the universe wants the best for you you just have to believe that you deserve it because a lot of the times we are programmed and we are taught to believe that we don't deserve certain things. It's there's such a small group of people in this world that are like, "Yes, I believe in I believe that I should succeed. I believe that I deserve this," like wholeheartedly. Because sometimes we might say, "Yes, I deserve this." But in the very back of our minds, in the pits of our soul, we're like I don't deserve this. This is not for me. Because like we've been told our whole lives. So it's like loaded into the subconscious. Through affirmations, through the way that you talk to yourself, you can completely reprogram your mind and be successful in life. I think the biggest cock block to your success is negativity telling yourself that you cannot do it if you can't do something so what (laughs) so what it's okay but don't ever like don't don't not don't oh fuck (laughs) don't stop yourself from doing something just because you believe that you can't do it You should always try to do something and failure is not a sign of, of, you know, your progress or how terrible you are. It's just, it, 
it just happens. Like nobody just has it easy in life. They fail in one way or another and they get back up and they they do things. They get their life together. I'm just rambling at this point. I think I'm going to call it because I'm just going off on a tangent. But anyways, you guys, those are some of the lessons that I learned. Um, to sum it up, stop internalizing things and and talk to yourself nicer. You know, say nicer things to yourself. And sorry, the sentence before was not proper grammar, but let's just look past that. Um say nice things to yourself, don't internalize anything, and it's easier said than done, but I think at one point, if you fake it till you make it, you will be there. I think the motto in life is to just be happy, right? Because a lot of the times, we can't change the world in a second we can't change people in minutes we can't we can't make our lives better by snapping our fingers so right now in this moment in time you should be happy you should be grateful and i think when you are grateful and when you are happy about things in your life more things will come into your life right it's a boomerang effect if you're ungrateful you will bring back things that are bad right if you take your life for granted your house for granted clean air clean water an abundance of food if you don't acknowledge those things every day and if you're not grateful for those things every day then and and even if you're ungrateful for things on a bigger scale like oh i don't have a job i don't have friends i don't have this like you will just attract more negativity and more of those bad situations If you are grateful for the people in your life, the things that you have, the opportunities that you have, because at the end of the day, no matter what, like, social status you are in, whatever, you will always still have it a little bit better than someone else, right? (laughs) Even if you live in a economically depressed area and you live in a old shitty house Someone else is looking at you and being like, hey, well, at least you have a house, you know? So never take anything you have for granted. And I think it's so important to just be grateful for everything you have because that's when you will attract way more. I hope to catch you guys (laughs) next week. Um, I will try my best to stay consistent. Um, But thank you for listening if you listened this far um i'll love you forever if you give me a good rating (laughs) um and if you guys want me to talk about certain things dm me on planet v podcast on instagram and i'll talk to you guys later bye